Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where I, Jared Dam, have dope conversations with dope individuals. And this week is no exception as I close out season two. You see, this week I'm talking to Kira from Moms and Martinis. Now, Kira is clutch and I'll talk about that throughout the episode on how she helped me out immensely. Me and Kira just have a, a, a joyful conversation where we talk about some of the events that are going on in May. We all know that May is the the month of Mother's Day. We know that it's National Mental Health Awareness Month. And recently I just found out that it's National Masturbation Month. So get you a guest that can talk about all three. And that's what I got with Kira this week. So, without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Kira and me. It's about damn time. I'll be, I'll be getting, I'm still be getting nervous. I know I know you and everything. You know, we, we tight. You know what I'm saying? We so tight. You get our styles tango, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Almost 14 years I've known you. Jeez. It has been that long. Mm-hmm. Man, you, you are getting better and I'm getting old. <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, I, I can't, you can't argue with the truth, baby. So here's the thing, y'all. Y'all need to realize. I'm going I'm to introduce her in a second. But Kara is clutch. I need, and, I, and I need to talk about her clutchness. I have it wrote down in my notes because I want to talk about this first. So, full transparency. I had a guest lined up. They got some stuff going on, you know, whatever. I get it. I get it. You know, shit happens, right? I said, oh. I need to find me a guest. And then I was like, all right, um, scrolling, looking through my timeline, don't know what I'm gonna end up doing. I don't know. And then I just I just kind of thought about May and, and everything that May has and everything. And I was like, and then we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. And I was like, oh, Kira. <laughs> I wonder how how bad she's gonna cuss me out if I sit there and tell her, <laughs> right, ask her right now, please, please. And you know me. I hate asking for favors, but I was like, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I know you all too well. I'm like, dot, dot, dot. What does that mean? What, what's going on? I got to stop with the dots. Everybody didn't broke the code with the dots, but I mean, oh, anyway, as a fellow podcaster, you know how, how this happens and you just step right on in. And I just got to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> pleasure i would not have missed this opportunity yeah yeah because um you probably should have been on show like a long time ago anyway um, i was but, gonna talk about that because you know i don't like to dwell on past stuff but you know i'm in the building so i'm just gonna honor I mean, this chair. i'm still waiting <laughs> to be a part of your show as well because this is kira everyone from moms and martinis um is a podcast that i'm gonna let her talk about her podcast in, in a, just a second but uh, Kira, you've been doing this for over a year, so I mean, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I'm on my second season. I think you on your your third season. I 
Um, I thought we was moving into the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah. Kira Fonzi Martini. <laughs> yes, don't worry. Uh, you uh, you are on the schedule. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on the schedule is coming. Um. So I guess I can do my official introduction. So hello, everyone. My name is Kira. I am the mom, the host, and creator of Moms and Martinis, a bi-weekly podcast that brings you into the kitchen table talk that I share with my friends. And the podcast is all about me chronicling these journeys that I am following through my life. So one is hashtag mind your business. So this is where I talk about all things mental health and how you know, I don't know why God decided to give me four small human beings and say, hey, they're yours because my shit is all fucked up. Um, the other thing it talks about is um, hashtag ballhead ho shit. And that mm. can mean a lot of things. You know, it's not just dating and, you know, <laughs> the stuff that be going on in the streets. Mm-hmm. But you can do ballhead ho shit just from not showing up the way you need to. <laughs> per example, yesterday I had on mismatched clothes taking um taking you know conference calls in my underwear but you know that's about it you know, <laughs> i talk about it in that stack um and then i also talk about hashtag operation stepdad and that's me mm. i thought it was just going to be me talking about my dating but the more i begin to date and talk about it the more i realized how jacked up i was and i'm just like eh. Maybe not so much. So, yeah, that's Moms and Martinis. All things Kira is not just for moms. Um, we talk about everything. So you can be mom, dad, single, no kids. It don't matter. Auntie, uncle. It don't matter. Everybody. It's just, you know, I'm a mom that drinks a lot. So that's what we talk about. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, so first of all, Y'all can tell she, she's done this once or twice. Like she, like she had that all, all out. She had the story ready to. You so good at this, oh, bravo, madam, bravo, bravo. I just let the Lord use. <laughs> let him, let him use ya. Let him use ya. Out here doing his work. <laughs> but what I, what I, what I do love about it is, is that um, about your your podcast, you you have had a lot of different. Um, transitions and and you didn't miss a beat like you just you just kept going and I, I want to kind of talk about that a, a, briefly because I, I know you I know you press for time you might be doing some ball hitting the whole shit I don't know I don't know it ain't my business that ain't my business but it will be when, when you talk about it on the podcast because I am subscribed um yes <laughs> but uh, talk to me about the origins of, of how you started doing the podcast Ooh, let me tell you uh well I began listening to podcasts just as a way to connect with other like-minded individuals, even though they cannot hear me talking at the radio. But this was a, a space that I felt like, dag, I'm not alone and that somebody, you know, understood me. Um because most of the people that were in my everyday circle, when I would try to have some type of conversations or different types of conversations, many of them did not possess the skills to really talk about it the way that I needed to talk about it. Mm. 
So that's how I got into podcasting. Um, so fast forward, um, I began to have these really amazing conversations because they helped me to develop a skill on how to put language to certain things. Mm. So listening to other people talk about stuff and I was like, well, how does that apply to me? So I began to be able to facilitate these conversations, but I was mainly doing it with my friends. So I was like, yeah, we should really just start a podcast. And I had someone on board with me, but like a three episodes in they was like nah shout it you got it so I was a little like oh my god what am I going to do and because I'm one that likes to give everything my all so when if I fall down face first in the dirt I can say I gave it my all if I excel and it blows my mind and far sees my expectation I can still say I gave it my all so that's what I did I said well let me give it my all I was scared shitless and I let everybody know, hey, transparent moment. I don't know what I'm doing, but <laughs> the mic is hot. What's up? You know, so that's why I got on the mic and did that. And then over the last um, year or so, um, it's just evolved into something more than I could have imagined. And I've just been enjoying the journey and the opportunities that have come from it. And you had had opportunities. We talked about this a, a lot uh, last year that, you know, your your, your world had kind of kind of changed as, um, because of it. Now, you are, I feel like with podcasting, you know, it, you, you're going to go through some sort of metamorphosis if you keep doing it long enough. And for and for me, um, I'm more so of a writer. I, I'm clever with them text messages and I'm clever with the blogs, like the wordplay. But then you get a, a hot mic in front of me. Ugh, I, you know the, the the speech star stammering and everything but you've always been this um larger than life personality and an eloquent speaker i mean you know so because you're you're educated by 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 trade so how has podcasting just changed your life oh it is probably in more ways than i can articulate one it has served as an opportunity for me to bring advocacy in spaces that mean a lot to me so one would be domestic violence because mm -hmm. i am a survivor of domestic violence so being able to not only share my story but others trust me with sharing their stories about that because there's so many misconceptions and notions that people have about um, not just domestic violence but intimate partner violence violence against men because these girls be out here beating these niggas asses <laughs> you know so just bringing awareness to it so that we can identify I know who I am I'm a change agent right yeah. Yeah. You let me tap into you. I'm going to change you. I don't know how, you know, is again, I'm just doing the Lord's work. So if I'm able to take that conversation around domestic violence and get people to think about it differently, even in their own actions and help people begin to, you know, maneuver differently in that space, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. The other thing it has brought on is many opportunities to talk about mental health and what that is and how that differs from living with a mental condition, right? And it's a lot of stigma, especially uh, with me because I have bipolar I live with bipolar and I like to say it's my superpower right oh, so yeah. I think there's a lot of stigma people you hear bipolar they think about Bobby or Whitney like in the kitchen you know what I mean I've been there too but that's not all that it's about um, so I really like having those conversations and being able to live those moments out 
loud with people. Like I put it all out there. Like today is a good day. Today is a bad day. Um, these are the things I'm doing. This is how I'm doing that impacts my dating. This is how it's impacting my work. This is how it's impacting my children. And it's not all negative. It's a lot of positive things too that come with this. I just want people to like get get out of their own ways with something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, change the way that they approach things but most importantly it has taught me the importance of just living your life wholeheartedly like living your life boldly and unapologetically and not giving a damn (laughs) (laughs) like really like i when i say i don't give a damn i don't give a damn I don't. And it's taken me a long time to get to this point. Like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I will go ahead and, and, and concur that you don't give a damn. I've, yeah, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no. You might as well hire me as a professor professor at damn university because <laughs> I, Ooh, I don't I like at that. all. I, like I don't. That. Hire me. Like, I, like that. I will teach people the subtle art of not giving a damn. Mm. I don't care. You dropping jewels right here, girl. I'm, I'm sitting right now. This down. Uh, my, my cash app is not just. <laughs> I might have to sit there. I might have to bless you. Um, let them use you. Let them use you. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you you told me about some of the, the great things about it. Give me two not so great things about pod like podcast the woes the podcast like i just for example i just kind of gave you my little struggle with the the scheduling thing mm-hmm. give me give me some inside stuff on that one um two is it is another job mm-hmm. a career whatever some people do it as a hobby but the way i'm set up i don't you know my hobby is going on a hike if i'm a podcast i'm a podcast so it is exhausting sometimes just trying to think of content, equipment. You have to learn technical things like the business size. It can be very exhausting. So if you are not disciplined and really committed to it, you that's why most podcasters don't even make it a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I commend you for getting to season two. That I mean, people don't understand. And then sometimes you're like, I'm so spent on other things. Like I don't even have it creatively to put into a podcast. Mm-hmm. Brings me into part two because I am transparent, but there are different levels of transparency. Absolutely. So because I'm so open and transparent, people think that they have access to parts of me that they didn't earn. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't owe you anything. Like right. you can get this material when it drops. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so that those would be the two, the two parts of it that. I mean, it's a mold, but those would be oh, yeah. like two main parts. Like, it's tiring. Everybody, and they don't get it. Like, you know, when you, even when you listen, when you promote it, you know, everything else. Because I know people that just listen, see the see the clip on IG and, and the double tap is the support. And they're just like, yeah, you doing good with, with, with your podcast. I'm like, but how do you know? <laughs> if only. How do you know? <laughs> it's like, now it's a lot that goes into it. So, yeah. I, I knew, I think I used to see here in clubhouses around that seven episode mark was like the benchmark for people to sit there and get out. And as you said, the, the, your original co-host, three, and, they, and, and, and she was out, so. <laughs> out of there. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing the podcast. I'm going to slightly switch gears a bit because um, 
I just want to tell the audience this. Like, and this is kind of what I alluded to earlier when I say um, curious clutch. But I want to tell the audience this. Get you a guest that if you think, if you're sitting there scrolling down your timeline and you're thinking about um, what can you talk about in, in the month of March and, and, and the fact that the month, the month of March is the month of Mother's Day. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. And it is National Masturbation Month. Get you a guest that can talk about all three on one goddamn podcast. That is right. <laughs> Mental masturbating mother. <laughs> I enjoy them all. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, well, let's let's start start first with um the motherhood type thing. So Mother's Day just passed. Um. Mm-hmm. Start first. How was your Mother's Day? My Mother's Day was, I mean, it was chill. It was bittersweet. Um, I I am a mom of four. My youngest is 10. My oldest it would be 21. So uh, how old are my kids? 10, 11, 16, and 21. So um, elementary, middle, high, and grown. I have them all. Got them all. Um, so my motherhood, and I'm about to be real transparent, put my business out there because I like to tell my business. Anybody gonna tell the business, let it be me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was bittersweet. One, because I lost my mom a long time ago, and sometimes I'm triggered by it, sometimes I'm not. Mm-hmm. So this year I was okay until my brother. I'm really about to put my business out there. My brother, who's incarcerated, right? He in prison, he's a habitual offender, and <laughs> he's staying there. But anyway, he's so like um has a lot of issues around the passing of our mother and it's been 20 plus years and he's still grieving so on mother's day i know i'm sound like an asshole but i did not answer his call he called me like five or six times but i knew it was for him to load and that triggered me because i'm like i can't handle it and you're calling me it was triggering me so now i'm sad you know because one i'm being a dick to you and two because i know why you're calling and now three i'm mourning my mom you know, right. not saying everybody grieve different, but I'm one like to like, okay, let's move on. You know, that type of person. So that was that. Uh, my 21 year old, I ain't hear from her. <laughs> what? Nope. So that was that. And it hurts my feelings. My feelings are hurt. And I'm learning to articulate to the, my children when they hurt me. Um, in my feelings for her. And, then, you know, that's a whole nother episode. Book me down for season three. Okay. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, and then uh, my three younger kids, because, I mean, they're younger. My 16-year-old finally has a job. She has a little money. She ordered me some stuff. But I, I don't really get anything. And I rarely gain acknowledgement for doing a good job. Mm. I never tells me Happy Mother's Day never and i'm like well maybe it shouldn't come from him it's you know really for my kids but i always acknowledge him not even on father's day but just throughout for the contribution that he has in co-parenting and raising the kids right right for mother like i never get acknowledged like not even a fuck you bitch like nothing you don't even acknowledge right nothing so it it was you know it was it was okay it and was, see, and see, I, I feel like that's that's the case with a a, a lot of mothers, because um, I think it's I think it's social media is a show, 
And we know this. So, you know, you make a little pose, you know, take a, you know, what, find some old picture of you and your mama, you know, stitch it together, whatever. Happy Mother's Day, say some tearful stuff and everything. Oh my God, he he loves his mother. He loves his baby mama. He loves his, his wife, whatever. Eh, but effort is more than just a, a post and, and a couple a couple of double taps. And so that, you know, your story, um, although I had no idea, because we didn't prep this, because, you know, curious clutch. Uh, <laughs> Your story was actually part of my question. Like, how can we appreciate mothers more? And I and I and I think you kind of nailed it. It's like, dude, like, first of all, me personally, um, now I told my co-parent her gift is late because <laughs> I get paid Friday. <laughs> today, actually, as this podcast is airing, I get paid today. So I told her her gift was late, but I asked her specifically what did she want for Mother's Day? And of course, she drug up uh, whatever. So Amazon gift card it is. So and but I made sure, but I I I made sure to try to make it a thing. Like I call early. Yeah, I'm waking you up. Happy Mother's Day. And she's just like half sleep. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Get off my phone. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. So I mean, what else can we besides just surely acknowledging that that being a mother is a thankless job? What else can we do to appreciate moms? I think everyone's different and everyone, and I hate to go back to the love language, but everyone values certain things and um, feel love in different ways. For me, it's just sheer acknowledgement. Acknowledge me, you know, because I am the primary custodial parent and uh, my ex-husband has um, the last couple of years been in transition and he hasn't been able to allot a lot of support and even prior to that I give a lot and I do a lot just acknowledge I'm doing a damn good job raising your kids Mm -hmm. so that call would have made my day that would have set the tone for my day just something as simple as that Other people value gifts. Other people want to, you know, go out to eat and, you know, do other things. I think it's just, for me, what's most important is thoughtfulness. I like to know that someone is thinking about me. I could have got my damn car wash and would have been happy. Sat on my back porch with a cup of coffee where I'm not having to cook and just allowing me to be in the space for a moment where I'm not your, you know, your friend, your daughter, your mom, your coworker, your podcast, like just allow me to be for a moment. Mm-hmm. And just breathe. <laughs> just give me a moment to breathe. Um, and, and with that, it is it, it sometimes is a little daunting because my kids can sense that. And oftentimes I feel as though I'm burdening them with wanting to feel that. And it's not their responsibility. Right. Right. Um, Text me your t-shirt size when we finish this. Hey. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 it's, it's on my spirit to 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 acknowledge you. So I, I, I wrote that down. So make sure you text me your t-shirt size. Oh, extra fine. <laughs> extra fine, please. Extra, extra, extra fine it is. Extra okay. Fine. All, right. <laughs> All right. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I'll, I'll check the, the, the sizes. Um, it might be a European size. Oh. <laughs> So sliding to sliding to the, the the mental health aspect. So mm-hmm. mental health awareness month, and uh, you know we we've had candid conversations about this. Mental health is it's uber important to me. Uh, dealing with my severe depression, my anxiety, and it's and I mean I swear I think my anxiety got anxiety at this point. But 
Um, I mean, yesterday, full transparency. Yesterday, I freaked out, had like almost an anxiety attack thinking about a PPP loan, like not even applying. <laughs> Not having the money, not thinking the fans coming out to get me. I had an anxiety attack about thinking about it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what triggers it. But as you stated, um, your superpower, um, being bipolar, talk to me a little bit about how, because uh, you're a podcaster and you're and you're quite open, you know, in, in talking about your stuff. So talk to me about how it is to be that vulnerable, where you you almost, almost like like a the face of mental health to some of your friends and individuals? Ugh. Um, It is twofold. One, I think sometimes people, well, I'm sorry, the positive. A lot of times me sharing, I've been continually surprised and pleased with the number of people that privately message me and say, thank you. Mm-hmm. And they begin to share the things that they are experiencing and they did not know how to label it and or what to say when asking for help. Um, so even more recently, I had two individuals that messaged me and say, I didn't think I was bipolar, but because of watching you and the things that you've been saying, I have an appointment scheduled and I'm going to talk to my doctor. Um, another person said that they did an assessment. They was going through a series, you know, because when you yeah. get that bipolar, you ha- it's not just a one and done. You have to do all these questions and, you know, a number of things to really assess it. And she said it came back, you know, that she was, she said, but it's helping her to make better sense of the mania and ask me, you know, how I, and you know, how I get through mania. And it's been a 25 year plus journey for me with this. It's not like, oh, yesterday or last week or something. I've been right. doing this for years. Um, but again, it goes back to me finally to the point like, I don't give a damn no more. Like, I really don't. Like, I got bipolar now with. Um, but I, for a very long time, what I would like to do, because people, let me tell you how messed up America is, especially black folks sometimes. I'm sorry, you know, don't send me hate mail. <laughs> but like you said, we're so driven by social media and mm-hmm. appearances of things and how people be putting on like stuff. But really, the reality of it is something totally different. I like for people to be like, oh my God, you do this, you have this house, you drive this car, your kids do this, and da 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 da. da. And they get all up, shook up. About about that oh my god you do wonderful things professionally and i'm like yeah bitch i got bipolar that's how i like to drop it on (laughs) your doctor your teachers your educators the bus driver you know the person fixing your car your plumber your lover it's people that have this Mm-hmm. And it's not what you all are making it to be and it shows up in a number of different ways for me it shows up with racing thoughts where my mind is going 200 miles an hour. Something will be presented to me and I have thought through A to Z scenarios and right. how it's going to play out. If I'm not careful, it will trigger my anxiety because I've thought of so many things and it's the anticipation of the future. And I'm like, well, shit, what is going to happen? But then I've learned to channel it to say, it makes me very logical, rational, uh, critical thinker. Mm-hmm. So when I apply it to like business or podcasts or my life, it makes me be able to plan things and execute things and be more flexible in terms of contingency because my brain is constantly going. So it is, it's, it's, you know, I, I've just learned to 
control it a, a little bit, well, a lot better than before, but it's still sometimes it, it can get the best of me. But I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, that answers it perfectly because and it also answers the, the question, I, the follow-up question. I see, I see how it's now your superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, because because yes, it's 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 a fight to sit there and deal with it. And and I guess it's the same thing similar to my anxiety. It's like you know, I'm, I'm I'm anxious about something, but I'm going through every scenario in my head, and and then I'm and I'm, I'm perfectionist on top of the anxiety. So it's oh god, but it's it's so much that 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 you're you're usually well prepared. You're usually like you know got a quick uh, something to say that you know that right right at the right time. It 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 does help with with, with what you're going through. Um, I do understand also that people have that, those things in their head. And, and and I like the fact that you sit there and just drop it on like, bam, I got bipolar. Because for for a while, I wasn't as confident about my depression. I, I was in the workplace and I was like, do I tell people? Do I not tell people? If I do tell people, will I not get a promotion? I'm trying to get this promotion. I'm trying to get the, bring this money in. Oh, you know, this one look like she gonna sit there and judge me. I don't know. And so I'm going back and forth. And, and then the people that do know, the people that 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 know that oh you know what two weeks ago Jerry was in a mental hospital, and then he come back to work and then they're like if if you react to something negatively oh I can't believe this happened oh there it goes I am human <laughs> like I am human the, the, when you didn't know that when I was struggling with it I was silently going to the bathroom and crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drying my eyes and coming back with my head low. You didn't you didn't realize anything. Now that you know I was in the mental hospital, now you're like, oh, like we gotta watch out for his emotions. Whatever. So mm-hmm. I that that was always the biggest thing for me. And between that and um just the advocacy pressure. So like anything that happens in, in mental health, um, it's 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 feel like people won't want you to speak up for and you want to you want to talk about it you want to we we want to end the stigma right but at the same time it's like they didn't elect me um the chairperson of all mental health awareness issues so um i can't speak intelligently to 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 bipolar i can't speak intelligently to, to schizophrenia so but don't tag me on on the scene like i'm i'm going to be like yeah mental health uh, matters but that's all I got for you. I can only speak with my truth on. Yeah. Well, a, a few things that I, from what it is that you said. One is not everyone deserves the right to know your story. Mm. Right. So even in me sharing publicly, I'm still like it goes back to that different level of transparency. Not everyone gets to get that access to me. Um, two, when I began to speak out more, I've also learned the importance of boundaries. Mm. I always say, what's my favorite words? No. Why you got to say it like that? No. And I don't have a problem with telling anybody no. And no is a complete damn sentence. No. Like, and I don't owe you an explanation for it. Um, my new saying is I don't have the bandwidth nor capacity. Like, I'm not going to do it. I don't have the bandwidth nor capacity. Thank you for considering me. Is that a new saying? Because I feel like you were telling me that like last year. Probably so. <laughs> maybe I'll say, maybe was your, I was your beta test. <laughs> when, I, when I say new, I mean uh, the last since since 2019 forward. Okay. okay. So, you know, and that's when my boundaries you know, got really, really good. Like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. And I don't have to explain to you why. And before I would say no, but still 
like be up at night and worrying like, oh my God, what are you going to think? Now I'll be like, no. And then I roll over and tuck myself in and I sleep so peacefully. Like I really don't know. Like I'm not going to do that. That doesn't make sense to me. You got to teach me how to do that. Huh, teach me how to say no. Teach me. Teach me. <laughs> hey, like no. Fuck that. No, I'm not do that. Because it's, no. That's it. Not even a because. No. no. So I've learned to, no. Uh, so I've learned to only say yes to the things that I'm willing to follow through all the way through, no matter what the consequences are, good or bad. And I also learned that I don't have to be the voice for everything. I'm going to say what I need to say when I need to say it. And some people just don't need to know your business. Mm-hmm. Um, But through this journey, I've also like, I'm going to put me first especially at work I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't even make up excuses like if I have PTO and the new saying is prepare the others I'm off <laughs> now I have to get you notice PTO prepare the others I am off and some days I wake up and I just can't do it mm. before I would like power through and still show up but it would still impact my communication it would impact uh my collaboration effort, it will impact the quality of work that I'm doing. So instead of me still trying to show up and deliver where I'm still exhausted and I'm not able to perform and I'm doing a shitty ass job, I'm just going to wake up and send a text, not even going to call and say, today I will not be in. That's it. I'm not coming. You don't need to know why I will not come. Um, at most, I will elaborate and say I'll make sure or I have contacted Jared to let him know that this and when I return, this is what will be done. I will talk to you Thursday. That's it. Did y'all owe you nothing else? That's why the <laughs> policy is in place. I'm not going to say, oh, this is what it is. And people are like, oh, my dog, see how many times you don't kill your grandmama? No, mm. I'm not coming. Or if I'm feeling good that day, and when I say good, mean I want to share, I just say I need a mental health day. Mm. That's it. I need a mental health day. I can't do it. Thank you. See you. See you next week. Prepare the others, because I ain't coming. <laughs> prepare the others. No, prepare the others. I'm not gonna be here. Right, do you feel like like these, you know, these national things months and days and everything like this awareness month do you feel like it's actually making an impact in society i think it is um especially around mental health there was a lot of stigmas not as much i think we've I don't want to say this. I, I don't know. I think we kind of moved away from a lot of the stigma and now it's about arming people with the education mm. of what this actually means and how to apply it. So we and we, the world, I think globally uh, is more focused and emphasis on mental health. But there are a lot of things in terms of culture, you know, that... I don't know if that will ever be, you know, circumvented in that space because, I mean, you're talking about the ancients of time that this is what we've believed around certain things. So it's going to take a lot of bravery and um, people stepping outside of that to, to say that this is going to be new. So one of the things, especially with the podcast, but in my everyday life, I don't just focus on mental health the month of May. I talk about it all year round. I don't wait to October to talk about domestic violence. I talk about it all year round to any and everybody that's willing to listen. 
you know, because I want people to know, like, this is what's happening. And, you know, the weather's changing. Let me show you how it's going to affect me, <laughs> you know, just anything. Um, but I, I do appreciate the larger platforms that we can utilize during this month to really get the word out. But it, I believe that there should be more investment in the grassroots effort, like what it is that you're doing. And that's where the biggest impact is going to be made. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I even shouted out um, um, Mayela Shaw, um, you know, uh, this week uh, because she has been doing it. She has been promoting it. And, you know, any, anybody that's, that's doing their thing for Shreveport, you know, shout out to Shreveport. You know, you got to represent, you know what I mean? Hunt, Hunter High School, Class 98, whatever. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Switching gears now to the the other significant part of May. Um National Masturbation Month. Now, I didn't really know this was a thing until like a couple of days ago. <laughs> right? I I think I was. I probably found it out on TikTok. TikTok is my new. If <laughs> you feeling, I you know what, you're, you're transparent. So I'm gonna be transparent here. TikTok is my new obsession <laughs> now. So so yeah. so now for a video. Hey, I want you to do one. <laughs> I'm so scared. Okay, well, all right. I'm gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. So TikTok is be my new obsession. I don't. I don't like to tell people that there because I feel like I, I just lose some cool points. I lose some some masculinity by doing it. But whatever. I don't care. I'm I'm gonna be open and cool with myself. I be watching. It be entertaining, and I be getting a lot of different hacks because I clean. I clean a pot. Did <laughs> I had the stubborn stay? Whatever. That's besides the point. So I found out about it on TikTok, and I was like, huh. Now. I did voice in last week's episode that I'm scared to do TikTok videos. Like, you know, it's, it's intimidating, but I was like, I saw it. I had an idea that popped in my head. I did a TikTok video right now. So my socials, the whole damn show, uh, you can, you know, you can follow me there and, and, and see the video, but I did one about national masturbation day, which was actually May 7th. And, uh, you know, I had a little concept, worked the concept out of my head. And I was just like, okay, cool. This is great. And I thought, okay, now, now that I did this video, I probably should tell um, Brooklyn um, not to look at my video. And, you know, it was, an, look. <laughs> it was an appointed time where it was processing and everything. And I was on the phone talking to one of my friends. I'm like, yeah, I need to, I had just mentioned it maybe like five minutes ago. I need to call Brooklyn and let her know. Don't, don't look at daddy's TikTok. No, baby, no, no, baby, no. Um, no, Miss Sophia, no. Um, <laughs> so, so before I had a chance, Brooklyn FaceTime. Shit. <laughs> hey, baby. Yo, bruh, bro, bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> Bro, I like I I seriously, bro. I'm I'm seriously. I'm gonna stop following my fa- my 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 parents on social media because I just can't take it. I just I just can't take it. I just saw your TikTok video, and once I saw National Masturbation Month, I turned the video. I changed it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> so between that and my co-parent was on there, and she she did the busted challenge. So that girl's that girl is scarred. This car. So, so tell me, all right, how in the world, mm-hmm. no, no, 
how in the blue hell, the hottest <laughs> part of hell, how in blue hell do you ma- have a chance to masturbate with four kids in the house? It's mm. four kids. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I do it daily, sometimes multiple times a day. Mm. Honestly, I don't know like all of the science behind it, but I do know that masturbation for me gets me, for lack of a better term, gets me going in the morning. So Mm -hmm. I have to do it in the morning. Um, And it's also hashtag Operation Stepdad. It's nothing like a post-nut clarity. You know, mm. so when I think about it, I'm about to damn like, let me go, you know what I'm saying? Do something. I said, let me go ahead and masturbate. Then I thought I masturbate, but like, ah, I really don't want to talk to him. You know, like, it's just... <laughs> <No>, that's it. <laughs> eh, I'm good. I just, just needed that. Um, sometimes it helped me fall asleep. I do think it's good for your mental health. Um, so I find times my kids know, oh, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> One, I do know they be seeing all my toys. It's to the point now, I don't even hide it no more. Like, if you in my business, and I keep telling you not to be in my business, then this is what you're going to see. And if you have questions, we can talk about it, okay? Uh, And then sometimes, you know, I might leave it on the pillow. The drawer might be open. Like, Uh, this is my house. I pay the mortgage. Like, I'm the mama. That's why I always have to tell them, I'm the mama. Um, but I try to like cut the music up or the TV up really loud because I can tune it out. I know some people can't, they get distracted. I don't mm-hmm. be listening to shit. I just, you know, in my brain. And then one day, look, I'm all whispering like that. <laughs> one day, I don't, you know, did my thing, come out. I'm, hey, good morning, everybody. My son was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, why? He was like, I heard gasping coming from your room. I was exercising. I said, I I don't know. I'm fine. He was like, you sure? Because I heard the gasping. I said, maybe it was the TV. He was like, no, it wasn't the TV. I said, well, I don't know, but I'm fine now. And he kept looking at me for like a few minutes. They kept on saying, are you sure you're okay? Are you breathing good? <laughs> I guess I didn't have the TV up enough. I usually know you got to put the TV on at least 37. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, that, she got the seven. <laughs> you know, put on some news or something. You got to put on something that you ain't going to be no commercial breaks. Because, you know, commercial break, mm-hmm. about three seconds of silence. And it means, it'll throw you off completely. See, I, I think maybe I would be more comfortable if Brooklyn lived here full time. But, like, when she come here for the summer, like, oh, um, I just feel like trying to tip from everything, like and see, in the shower or something. I don't know. I don't, see, I can't. I'm not a shower masturbator guy. I I like to be like comfortable. I don't. I don't want to be like trying to adjust and hit no angle or nothing. I just I'm just trying to just relax. What, however, I'm trying to do it. And now, what, now that I've been turned on to to coconut oil to help to help with that process. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Hold on. You over there taking notes. <laughs> Coconut oil. <laughs> girl, girl. What did you say? Girl. girl. I don't, look. <laughs> now, I tried to, like, when Brooklyn was here earlier this year, and I and I forgot to put up the coconut oil. It's right there on my nightstand. She was did like, you use it? Huh? No, no, she didn't use it. She didn't oh. use it. But she was like, why do you got coconut oil on your nightstand? 
<laughs> Why do you have coconut oil in your nightstand? Oh, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, greasing my elbows. To, you know, these elbows be rough, girl. I'm quick podcasting. See what I'm saying? Podcasting. <laughs> like grease these elbows. You see, see, see how rough this elbow is. Oh yeah, you need you need a coconut oil for that, daddy. Mm-hmm. The moisturizer just ain't gonna cut it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now that that video is out, because I've mentioned coconut oil in that TikTok. Yeah. So when she get here with this summer, I'm gonna have to just hide that in the bathroom. But do you hide it or do you have a conversation about it? All right. She's at an age. She's probably she's, yeah. She's thirteen. She's thirteen. So she's at the age. She's she's going through sex. You know, sex education and everything. Um, do you want the school to give her that, or are you? No, no. I mean, fine. Let me. Since you want me all responsible parent and, and make me responsible too, fine. We can have a con- okay. So I'll leave it out. So that way, she if she asks about it, we can have a conversation about it. I don't want to sit there and give that conversation, and she just don't ain't ready to receive it. So I'll set a trap. <laughs> I always say if your kids are beginning to ask questions, of course, you want to have conversations with them that's age appropriate. Um, I don't even say age, but maturity appropriate, mm-hmm. maturity appropriate conversations. I talk to my kids about it and I make to make them hella uncomfortable. I make them say um, penis. But in my kids, I don't find out vulgar. They be talking about dicks and stuff. And I'll be like... They be saying it. Well, you know what? Yeah. Kid, kid, see, Brooklyn, I know Brooklyn cusses, right? I know she do. When I say they be cussing. I, I know this heifer cuss, right? And so As they say everything. Yeah. So, and so she's cool. she's admitted it to me. She admitted it to me and Kim last summer. She was she was talking to us and she was like, Yeah, you know, I I said an occasional cuss word here and there. I'm like, ah, if you said <laughs> if you sit there and say you said an occasional. Nigga, you cuss all the time. <laughs> like, if you said you never cuss, y'all be like, okay, she cussed once or twice. Cause cause there's no there's no right answer. We know you cuss. And yeah. so I think she she ended up um uh calling me, FaceTime me um earlier this week because I guess her friends had finally cracked the code and found out my social my my social. So she was like, <laughs> Can you make your page private? Maybe uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to create a digital um, uh, media empire. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay, well, all right. I have a list of pictures that I want you to, to take down. You want me to take pictures down? Are, are you, girl? Are you running? Are you running my account too? Are you, why are you talking about mind your business? This is my business, right? Here. I was telling you and my business. Don't do that. <laughs> Get out your mama business. Yeah, but you know. I was feeling magnanimous. I, I was, all right. All right. What are the pictures? And, and then they were really cute pictures. But I get it. Fine. You know, she's at that age. I get it. My mom used to embarrass me all the time. So, um, of course, my mom embarrassed me going to a grocery store telling the cute, cute girl that, that I that I liked her because I would I would take like 30 minutes to get ready to go to the, the store that was five <laughs> minutes away and she was she was all cute short hair light skin had like a little mole right here like a little beauty mark right here <laughs> I was like ooh and so my mama she finally was like I just kept looking at it I ain't say nothing because you know I ain't had no game still don't and so so then it got to a point where she was like could you just please just acknowledge my son so he so he can <laughs> So he can sit there and, and smile because he takes 30 minutes to get ready to come to the store and we only in here for five minutes. 
I was like, <laughs> but did I, you get the number is the question. Oh, absolutely not. I never went in there again. <laughs> My mom was like, you want to go to the store? Nope. Mm-mm. Good no, old Jerry right. fashion. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you, so it's, it's, it's no problem for you to masturbate. I, I guess I got to learn how to do that. Cause no. I'm, but I am like, you though. Regardless of Brooklyn being here and that, I do, I do it for multiple things. I do it to wake up in the morning. I do it um, to go to sleep at night. I do it when I'm hungry and I'm trying not to eat because I'm, I'm trying to lose this weight. So I need to distract myself. I'll do it when I'm bored because you know you only watching TikTok videos for a certain amount of time. Like okay, uh, YouTube videos, maybe. Okay, you know what? I just masturbate. So like I, I have, I have literally done this for a lot of different things. I've, I've, I've used a lot of different. Um, platforms in order to to create the inspiration to <laughs> masturbate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not no porn dude. You know, like sometimes I can just scroll through some pictures. And like, we just put some. I'm a creative guy. Let me put some stuff together <laughs> in my head. Yep. Let me go get this coconut oil. So I yeah. guess I I got the the how. I just gotta I gotta just work on the win when when the kids here. Yeah, I think it's important. Then also when you think about dating and you know, romance and partnership intimacy is a great part of that. So part of masturbation is just getting to know yourself and your finding your erogenous zones on your own so that you can instruct mm-hmm. your partner on how best to satisfy you. But if you are underexplored within yourself, then how are you going to guide someone through that process? And people like, oh, I'm grown. I'm not going to teach him. I'm not going to teach her. Damn that. I'm going to teach you what it is I want, how I want it, when I want it, and how I like it. And in order for me to do that, I have to learn that. I can't wait on someone else to introduce me to those things. So right. I want to masturbate in a number of different ways with a number of different things. And, you know, I make it happen. And see, I, I think that's, I think within the last, you know, year or so, that's been the thing for me. It's been, it's it hadn't been, Okay, I'm on a mission to get to 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 bust this, and then I can go about my day. Now, now it's like, oh wait, hold on, I got a little time, so let me see if I sit there and do it. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. So, so after practice, when it comes to game time, I'm like, hey, what I need you to do right here, just, do, like, just right there. Just, uh, yep, <laughs> we here. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, my mom talked about that in, in season one when she, when we had a conversation about masturbation. I like your mama. I- I keep telling you that she a real OG. She real like she don't she don't know I'm about to have on next season. I'm gonna have us filling all all the beans. She ain't gonna be ready for that, but I I already wrote it down, so it's gonna have to happen. All right, I do want to ask you this because uh, I know you pressed for time. I know I got to get you out of here, but I I can't let you leave unless I ask you this question because it popped in my head as I was preparing. I was like, let me write it down. Where is the most awkward place? And or time that you have masturbated. Hmm. I've masturbated. Oh no. Awkward place of time. Awkward place of time. Awkward place of time. I don't know. Mm. Um I have. Okay. <laughs> so um the other day, okay, first of all, I live far from everybody all the time I, I don't know why i like to choose these far out locations but far for that's why i ain't seen your house yet <laughs> like these far locations so i was going to uh visit my friend 
homegirl. We was just hanging out. But I asked my friend, like, send me some videos of stuff that you like. Mm-hmm. So I got some videos in and I plugged them up in my car, turned the speakers all the way up. And as I was driving to my homegirl house, I was watching porn and masturbating. Bravo, madam. Bravo. <laughs> wow. Not gonna say I had a you know an edible or two. I'm not saying that that was happening, but yeah. it's nothing like high sex. You know, high I masturbation. I can't, I can't do the edibles. Oh, just, I'm yeah. not. I'm not good at the edibles. I'm not saying that I partake in any of that. You know, hypothetically, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you know, I'm saying hypothetically, but yeah. I, I, I've done research. Um, it's. <laughs> I heard that it's the most magical thing, but yes. On the ride, because it's it took me like an hour, ten minutes to get there, which is normal. People are like an hour, that's normal because for, I live, for where you live in, yeah, that's I about the standard. That put your address in. If it's not at least forty five minutes, that means you're around the corner. But I expect everything to be forty five minutes or more. But yeah, I was like, then afterwards, I was like, oh, send me some more videos. What else you like? You know, so it's just putting myself in that mind frame of just like visualizing certain things and on the ride. And I've even learned to make myself orgasm without even having to touch myself. So, yo, that's, that is a trick. I, I, I had a, a friend tell me, um, that she knew how to do that. And I was, and I was just like amazed. Like I just, um, that's amazing. I want to, you you should you should you should do like a master class for that. You should teach a teach master a master class. A master class. <laughs> Air quotes. Air quotes. Master class. Yo. Get a bait, a rebate. But no, um <laughs> but you know, there's certain ways that you can sit and maneuver your body, or if you have on some jeans, how you know the jeans, the crease of it, you can like, you know what I'm saying, get a little rub on them. I, I, I wish guys could do that. I, I don't. I, <laughs> no, no. We, 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 it has to be the hand. It has to be the hand. I, I don't. I don't want to. Well, I mean, it don't have to be. But yes, for us, for us, it has to be the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, in the car, I've actually done in the car. Just like driving. driving. I was I was driving from from Shreveport to, to Atlanta, <laughs> and I and I started getting sleepy. <laughs> and I was like. I rolled the windows down. Nothing was working. I'm like, I got, I got to be at work in like, like four hours. I, I left late, and uh, and I'm just like, what am I? Well, it's one thing to keep me up. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Until I was driving through uh, Alabama, and uh, a cop pulled oh. me over for speeding. Oh, because you was. <laughs> I might not have been paying attention <laughs> to the speed limit. So a cop pulled me over. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, so so now I'm trying to pull my shirt down <laughs> to kind of cover up. And and so um, I was like, he, he came, he looks, and he saw I was nervous. And I'm just like, oh, now he's going to think I'm nervous because I, like, I got a gun or something. So now I'm about to sit there and be, no, I don't have no weapons. Sorry, sir. And so he he looked and he asked me where I'm going and all this other stuff. And he was like, uh, why are your pants up there? <laughs> why are you in my business, Officer Dan? <laughs> uh, huh? Because <laughs> you know, that's the stall. Huh? Now, if you can hug, you can hear. Why is so, why, why are your pants up there? 
Oh, see, I had pulled over earlier and had a big meal, feeling kind of bloated. So I just kind of, you know, unzip my pants, just, you know, and give me some extra room, get a little fat and come out to get on this diet and lose some weight when I get back to, to, to home, sir. <laughs> it worked. He gave me the most tremendous side eye <laughs> that I have ever I have ever had in my entire life. You got to the cruise control. When you do that, you got to put on cruise control. Well, I learned for that next time. But I, I, you know, I was like, I, I had, I was falling asleep doing cruise control because, because I'm not controlling the pedal. So I'm doing, just kind of doing this. So I took it off cruise control so I could help keep me up. And then I should have put it back on cruise control during. Yeah. So like. The people want to know though, what were you listening to on the radio? Or I mean, what was the was it silence in the car? Was it just the wind? Did you have on a sexy song? Like what were you listening to? See, I'm a very creative person. So for me, I I once I have like I if I can create a vision or a scenario in my head, like all, all I need all I need is a visual. If I if I if I find a visual of somebody that's attractive and that and then I, especially if I know them and I'm talking to them and every like I've talked to them before and I can find that I can find that visual. It don't have to be no extra sexy picture. I can sit there and take that. I can create a scenario in my head and and you know and now I'm like oh okay so now I'm working the scenario in my head as I'm working something else and. <laughs> and, and the, you know you're gonna get calls and texts after this. The ladies are gonna be trying to figure out who who you was uh creating about. Um that's that's what they want to know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, that's what the people's gonna be asking. Yeah, it, it, it probably was like some kind of celebrity or something. That's, <laughs> that's probably what it was. Somebody that, mm. that I'll never ever talk to ever in life. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Rihanna. It was Rihanna. <laughs> if you all could see the light bulb that just went off. <laughs> it was Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being thank you for being so uh transparent about all of this because you know not everybody can talk about the fact that you know you, you didn't feel appreciated from, from Mother's Day, the fact that you know the mental health um issues with, with bipolar that, that you deal with and you've been dealing with for 25 years and the fact that you know, a lot of people just don't want to talk about masturbation although i don't know why because it's awesome <laughs> for me for me masturbation for me is the equivalent to you minding my minding my business Ma- masturbation helps me mind my business it does it does it helps with my mental and it helps me to be a less uptight and stressed mom because it's, it, it serves as a form of release. I, I'm sure I don't know like the chemical names of the endorphins or whatever that you get to release. Uh, but it's, serotonin, it's, oxytonin, and I had looked it up and I was gonna I'm gonna have it pulled up. I was like, I don't we don't want no sciencey podcast. Just, oh no, I got I got some too I had recently posted, but uh, it is scientifically proven you gotta get your rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna do it. I, I told you I'm out here doing the Lord's work, so I'm gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, the Lord's work. All right, um, Kira, tell everybody. Um, I think I've hijacked enough of your time. Tell everybody where they can find you at on social media. Tell them everybody. Tell everybody. Remind everybody again about your podcast and what all the wonderful things that you are doing. 
All right. So first off, thank you, uh, Jared, for having me on the show. And no, you're not hijacking my time. You know, I don't have a problem telling people no. Mm, <laughs> so this is something that I wanted to do. And all of your topics are very relevant. And I'm so happy that you thought of me to come on and tell about my masturbation, my motherhood, and my mental health. So thank you. <laughs> of course. But of course. <laughs> But again, my name is Kira. You can find me on Instagram at Moms and Martinis Pod, on Twitter and Facebook at Moms and Martinis. My podcast is available on all listening platforms, um, mainly on what is it, Apple, Spotify. Uh-huh. Um, oh, you can even say, hey, Alexa, play Moms and Martinis. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be coming through your speakers. So uh-huh. <laughs> and it's on Pandora. You still listen to Pandora, it's on there as well. Who does that? If you do, no problem. You know, no problem, no judgment. Listen, judge me there. But yeah. and you, you can listen to this podcast on Pandora as well. I, I, hey, I, I stole that from you. I stole from you. <laughs> but yeah, so check me out. Um, and just let me know your thoughts. Um, season three is closing up soon, so I have an episode out now. I'm talking about um words from a grieving mom, and then my last episode, I'm going to talk about my. <laughs> conscious dating with hashtag operation stepdad so that'll conclude season three and then i have season four in the works so as i said damn you're on the list mm, mm. <laughs> I, was on, I was on the list of season three but I don't, I don't know what happened there but we can talk about that off air yeah i mean you, mm, hey, mm. If i don't know what anything i know you will call somebody out i do know that it's my superpower Yes, heard <laughs> to say it manifesto. Yes, I know. I'm referring to the manifesto. You you laid it out, and I signed that contract. Yes, you did. We did. We did. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> thank you for thank you so much again for saving my ass. I love you immensely. <laughs> Words cannot express. I love you immensely. Thank you so much. It is my absolute pleasure. Now I don't know about y'all, but that is how you close season two. My opinion, my humble opinion. Okay, well, I'm not humble, but in my opinion, that's how you close season two. Kira, thank you so much for saving my bacon, my eggs, and my cider grits with a little bit of smoked gouda inside the grits. You say the whole breakfast, girl. Kira is clutch. She came through right when I needed her and had a great conversation. So you won't hear from me for a little while. Well, you kind of will. So let me explain to you. As I get ready for season three, take a, take some time off, retool, reset, get some more guests on. But I'm still going to drop some jewels here and there. Um, do some audio blogs on here. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, re- rereading and reliving some of my classic uh, newsletter bl- blog posts. Uh, also... I'm also producing podcasts now, so you can go. You can go, and after you listen to this podcast, go listen to "Say It to Me Nice." It's also available on all podcasting platforms. Bridgetta Giles is is dropping sex communication and intimacy practices, and she has a great show coming up this week. I know because I just produced it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate each and every one of you for listening this season. Hey. You can listen to it whenever it's on demand. So make sure you share. Make sure you give me a, a Apple review. Make sure you give me a great rating. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms. That's at the whole damn show. That's D A W H O L E D A M N S H O W. And of course, 
It's about damn time pod on IG. So with that being said, that's all I have for you this week. Till next time, I'll see you next season. Oh, 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 o